You're listening to Audio Theater in a Darker Shade. This is DarkerProjects.com. Now our feature presentation. By the 22nd century, mankind had stretched forth its hand to command the stars. Other races were discovered, and as the human sphere of influence expanded, they were happy to live in peaceful coexistence, and humanity was on the verge of an evolutionary leap. The Terran Emperor was the first to ascend to the next step of human evolution. His advisors, who now styled themselves holy clerics, sought to force the other races to see the light of their religion. They began to subjugate the other races to the will of the Empire. The Ansys, who saw the Empire as decadent, illogical, and chaotic, waged war upon it. Admiral von Grippen, the brightest military mind in centuries, betrayed the Empire and removed the entire home fleet, collapsing the jump gate after him, leaving Earth and the Empire to be squashed under the heel of Amsis oppression. Now, 300 years after the fall of the Terran Empire, humans find themselves the subject race, stagnating on their own world, unable to evolve, either technologically or otherwise. It is into this oppressive world that the most unlikely of men are thrust into the roles of heroes. Durker Projects presents The Falcon Banner, Episode 2. New Friends, Old Enemies. Scripted by Chris Snyder and Daryl Roberts. Based on The Falcon Banner, a novel by Christopher Patrick Lydon. Featuring the voice talents of Seth Adam Shear as Darian Tain, Chris Snyder as Matt Elias, Daryl Roberts as Magistrate Layton, Eliza Hirschman as Aurora, Mark Kalita as Kendrick, David Alt as Admiral Von Grippen, David Roche as the Hermit, Tom Davis as the Ansys Reporter, Laura Post as Lauren, Eric Busby as Nazim, Shane Harris as Haligonian Control, and Mark Brzee as Shale. Previously on the Falcon Banner. You have been found guilty of crimes against the hegemony, and your sentence is death. You, uh, need a lift. Why are you really doing this, Sergeant Braddock? You wear blue. That's good enough for me. I'm here to buy a ship. What's the ship called? Dragonfly. It says here that Jordan just launched a couple of raiders. Their weapons are armed. I didn't expect to come this far. Thanks for everything. I'm going to go look through Jordan's charts, see if there's any data on wrecks he was planning to salvage. The engineering section's gone, but the bow's pretty much intact. We could secure our tethers and just tow her to wherever we want. Set down, go nuts. This stuff looks light years ahead of Amsis Tech, and, and it's in English. An Imperial ship. From before the fall. We got company. There, that dust cloud's getting closer. Colonists. There are several histories that state how loyal Admiral von Grippen was to the Empire. On the contrary, he was defiant, opinionated, and rebellious. But one thing kept him alive. It was his unerring capacity to be right. Professor James Bellavance, the myth behind the man.
Alright. I'm going out to meet them. You stay here. You're going out there alone? <laughs> oh, believe me. I'd prefer to have you on the roof of this ship with an assault rifle, but all we have in the way of weaponry is my PKD. Just stay here and think good thoughts. people in the jeep, two with hunting rifles. I'll probably take them down, but who knows what the others are carrying. Damn. Oh there. Afternoon. What's your business on Arulia? Salvage and repairs. Just need to fix our ship. We'll be on our way. Do you need help? No, thanks. We should have everything in hand. Are you sure? I'm Magistrate Layden. I run the settlement about an hour's drive from here. Detective Inspector Darian Tane. Turn security? Thank God. We were worried you were here to raid our harvest. Uh, nope. Here's my ID and badge. Turn security, right enough. Okay, boys. Stand down. Well... Welcome to Arulia, Inspector. Perhaps you would like to visit our settlement. We could trade, and you could probably use a bath. I don't know. Go. We could use a crane if they have one. Something I could use to hoist the equipment with. My engineer. Matt Elias, Magistrate Layton. We have a crane we could lend you. Perhaps a trade. You wouldn't perhaps have any coffee tucked about, would you? Colombian, back in the ship. Two cans enough? Coffee's the one luxury we don't get much of on Arulia. Go, Skipper. I'll be fine here. I have plenty to keep me busy. I need to dismantle some systems. You sure you'll be all right on your own? There are two crates of working sentry guns in the Corvette's hold. I'll set them up and be perfectly fine. Anything else you're going to need? Take one of the Dragonfly's radios, and if I think of anything, I'll just call you. Right. I'll be right with you, Magistrate. I'm just going to get the coffee from the ship. Sorry about the rough ride, Inspector, but as our colony is small, just the one town, we haven't had a need to have a sophisticated road system. I understand, Magistrate. You have a very nice town here. All the stone buildings. I thought most colonial buildings were made of prefabricated materials. We have a rather large quarry on the edge of town. Most people chose to build their homes from the stone out of the quarry. It reminds me of those old European villagers with the peaked roofs and lead-lined windows. If it weren't for the communications tower with a big comm dish sitting on top of it, I could swear we had stepped back in time. Thank you, Inspector. It suits our farming lifestyle quite well. Ah, uh, here's my home. Right up here. This is my daughter, Aurora. Aurora, Detective Inspector Tane. 
You must have been the one causing all the fuss this morning. Welcome to Arulia. A pleasure, ma'am. I promised him a hot bath and a meal. Perhaps you could show him the facilities. Oh, Dad. Always so formal. This way, Inspector Tane. Towels are in the cupboard. If you need anything else, just holler. Thanks very much. Thanks for the chance to get cleaned up. I'm, uh, I'm sorry about the uniform. Nonsense. It's an honor to have a real lawman at the table tonight. You remember my son Kendrick from the Jeep? Hello again. I had them bring the crane around. It's a portable one and should serve your needs. We can drive it back to your ships. Thank you. I appreciate the help. And we appreciate the coffee. Sit down, won't you? So what brings you to our humble world with your salvage? Convenience. We needed a place where we could set down. This seemed as good a world as any. I didn't recognize your ship. The one you salvaged, I mean. Neither do we. It's just better we grabbed it than the crooks that were after it. I agree. No telling what would happen if a warship like that were to fall into the hands of weapons dealers. So what news of home... As you can imagine, we're rather remote here. News travels slowly over the galactic wire. Well, the Amsis have instituted a new moral code on Earth. They feel that some of our cultural practices are too chaotic or illogical for our own good. Um, let's see. All hegemony member worlds are now prohibited from possessing, brewing, or trading in certain types of alcoholic beverages. The Amsis have determined that our harder alcoholic beverages, such as mead, whiskey, brandy, and other strong drinks, cause far too much disruption in public places as people become inebriated much faster on them. The last remaining independent Terran newspaper was shut down a few months ago. They did a story on the fact that the Amsis Inquisitors render summary judgment on anyone they come across breaking a law when the Amsis actually let us keep our old system of due process and criminal law. All public statements by Terran citizens must be cleared through an AMSIS administrator in the Ministry of Information to determine their veracity and validity. The public is told no more than it needs to know. That's really all the big ones of late. I'm sure you'll get the smaller ones when the next newsfeed is brought on a courier ship. There were a few people who tried to protest the closure of the Chronicle, but they didn't last too long when the Inquisitor showed up. For what it's worth, the Tersec officers were just going to jail them overnight like we used to do with the protesters, but the Inquisitors had other plans, and their word is law and the hegemony. They're becoming more dictatorial by the year. Kendrick, 
Well, you know, it's true. In the old days, we had true freedom. In the old days, our true freedom came at too high a cost. You must excuse him, Inspector. He grew up on the stories of the old empire, and I'm afraid he's a bit impetuous. No worries. Regardless of what we want, the hegemony is the final authority on Earth, and we have peace. Some people just feel peace is worth the price. Yeah. With their draconian moral code, the AMSAs have systematically stripped humanity of all the civil liberties it had fought so hard to earn over the years. They started with simple things like removing the right of assembly and freedom of speech. Those things were dangerous. They challenged the AMSAs' rule. And considering they won the war, we got off lightly. Then they moved on to removing individual rights, freedom of religion. The principal religion was the cause of the war in the first place. It was done in the name of the god-emperor and his clerics. And they didn't stop there. They enforced their ideals of traditional family values, the procreation laws, the outlawing of same-sex unions, and eventually homosexuality altogether. They were endeavoring to instill a code of common decency that had been lost to the age of the empire. We debated this hundreds of times, and he still won't see reason. Well, there's, uh, there's always Mars. Mars sinks even deeper into the cesspool that created it. I'm glad to hear that the AMSAs have finally seen fit to crack down on the colony. It was ludicrous what they were doing there a few years ago. Why, well, I even heard they could build custom human beings for the illicit sex trade. Constructs. It's still a big problem out of Mars. They take human DNA, clone people, and then program these human beings to be very... Uh, skillful. The Terran security force is still trying to deal with the problem. The trade in human flesh, although illegal under the hegemony, is still a boom industry for Mars. That's... that's a, a nasty thought. Existing for the sole purpose of sex. Well, back in the days before spaceflight, women were considered exactly the same way. I say let the AMSIS regulate a moral code. It gets rid of the perverts and deviants out there and allows common, decent people to live their lives in peace. Well, who's for dessert? Oh, no, thank you, ma'am. Dinner was delicious, though. I really ought to be getting back to help Elias with the salvage. Well, let me fix you a box to take back to him. You're very kind. And thank you, Magistrate, for your hospitality. It was a pleasure, Inspector Tane. Thank you again for the coffee. Elias, we're almost there. You may want to be ready to meet us so we can get this crane set up. I'll be here waiting. Nowhere else to be, I suppose. Jeez, this place is lit up like a frickin' stadium. How's it going? Pretty well. I've unpacked most of the ship's cargo. There wasn't much of use beyond the sentry guns and a couple of cases of ammo. I'm going to start work on the sensor suite tomorrow, get that in first, and maybe tackle the automacer as well. Right. I also found clothes in the crew quarters. I just piled them in the dragonfly. I know it's a bit morbid using dead people's clothes, but we don't exactly have much choice, and I didn't think they'd complain. <laughs> Probably not. Oh, by the way, Kendrick, this is Matt Elias. Well, I should head back to town. If you need any help or want to trade for anything, just call us on the radio. Thank you.
never understand what makes people live on worlds like this. Seems nice enough. It's too quiet. Well, I'm going to turn in for the night. I'll be a while yet. I want to get a good start on these interfaces before I turn in. Night. I'll just get the sensor reactive and lock things up. No matter how nice the natives seem, there's no sense taking any chances and losing what we have here. I'll enable the passive radar system too, just in case. I'm really tired, and I hope he doesn't mind me getting so close to him. I need to be near him to get to sleep, and I work better if I get proper sleep. out some of every kind of clothing in there, didn't you? Everything from camo to dress uniforms. Good grief. Well, at least they're going to be warm. Let's see. What do we have here that'll look halfway decent? Ooh, this looks good enough. Blue shirt. His pants seem to go okay with them. Eh, doesn't look too ridiculous. Red stripes look kind of stupid, but well, maybe sometime later I could figure out something. Let's see. Do I have anything? Ah, boots. Ah, see you've been busy. Looks like you got the sensor suite ready to install. You look ready to work. What would it take to install one of those personal sanitizers on the Dragonfly? Shouldn't be too hard. They don't use water, so all you'd have to do is hook it up to one of the power relays. Trouble is finding room for it. A storage locker by the crew head, if we mount it in there. Not much privacy. It opens right onto the main crew compartment. Uh, I don't think it really matters that much. Just be nice to keep clean while traveling. <laughs> one bath and you develop a taste for being clean, huh? Well, if you want to give it a shot, go for it. Well, I'm going to go see about it. I'll be in the Corvette. Right. Settled. Maybe Elias will decide to take a shower once it's installed. If not, <laughs> I just may have to stun him and throw him in. <sighs> Strange. I feel some kind of kinship to the man that was once the master of this vessel. 
a human being that managed to make a life for himself amidst the stars and didn't look back. <laughs> kind of how I am now. Ready for a fresh start. <laughs> well, Captain's quarters again. Like it was getting kind of worn out. This one's a beauty. All leather. Those arrow and sword patches are cool. Thanks, Captain. Hmm. Von Grippen. Meditations. This must have been written when he was the captain of this ship. Before he became an admiral. This should be fascinating. Mankind was never meant to fit, fit within, within the conventional, conventional world. It constantly strives to better itself, to break free of that convention and be truly free. The Amsus never understood this, bound so tightly by their conservative ways, they lack originality and, and envy it in humanity. I had the pleasure of taking the Amsus ambassador to the opera once to watch the diva Raina Teraya perform. She astounded us all with her vocal range, Hitting notes none dreamed possible. My guest, however, failed to be entertained. He was so focused upon the mechanics of the notes, on, on how it should be performed, that he missed the experience of hearing her performance. He couldn't understand why I was so moved by that performance. I guess human emotion is as elusive a concept to the Amsus as improvisation. I had no idea what it would have been like to converse with an Amsis as an equal, instead of an overlord. That said, they understand human emotion all too well. They fear what it's capable of. I'll have to read more of that. The history is absolutely fascinating. But, for the time being, there's work that needs to be done. You have been liberated. You are now free from the oppression of imperial society. You will be welcomed into the hegemony as equals. Our lost brothers returned to the path. General Tamayak Simon. Speech delivered at the signing of the Imperial Surrender. Inspector Tate, will you please shut down the perimeter security? Looks like you've really got a lot done in three days, Elias. You really can do miracles with the stuff you have lying about, can't you? Looks like you've managed to mount that weapon system and made it fit somehow. <laughs> Frankly, I didn't think it could be done. Was everything all right? Inspector, uh, my daughter... What happened? I don't know. We were seeing to the new irrigation system, and when we returned, she was missing. One moment, Magistrate. I'm going to help them. We do owe them for the hospitality, and I don't want to arouse suspicion. Just keep in touch, and be careful, Skipper. Will do. Let's roll.
he'll be all right. Always that sense of duty thing. He has to get involved. It's in his nature. We found Aurora's jeep up in the foothills. Yeah, those mountains look pretty menacing. Aurora's jeep was abandoned by this track here. It's used regularly by the colonists looking for lumber up here in the forested areas at the foot of the mountain. One of the lumber trucks spotted the jeep on the side of the road and radioed it into the village. So we came out here to try to find her and had no luck at all. Then we thought of you and figured you're the one to ask, since you're a policeman and all. Looks like a lot of snow has fallen since the jeep was abandoned. At the moment, we seem to be pretty short on leads, and I understand why you thought of calling me. I do have some experience in this sort of thing. We do a lot more tracking of people in the more populated worlds. Can anyone tell me why Aurora would want to drive out here alone? She often took a jeep out during the day. Nothing seemed to be wrong with her this morning. One thing is, she can't have been gone for long. The engine was still running, hadn't run out of fuel by the time you found it. Hmm. I think I've done as thorough a search as I can from here. Do you have anything that can perform an aerial search? We need to start looking for her as soon as possible. We have nothing airborne, and our colony ship was stripped down for parts to establish the colony. How about yours? Let's find out. Elias? Hey, Skipper. How's it going up there? Not so good. Is the Dragonfly airworthy yet? I don't think so, Skipper. I haven't finished reconnecting the power to the cockpit yet. I can give you something in a day or so. No, there isn't time for that. The weather's getting colder. And she's at risk of exposure. Lost or trapped up in those hills. There's a lot of ground to cover, and I have no idea how I'm going to accomplish it yet. There's always the fighter. Uh, what fighter? The TAC fighter the Corvette was carrying. It's modular. It's what all those boxes were in the ship's cargo hold I said were useless. It's not very useful to us, but it's designed to be assembled on a battlefield and provide fire support. Give me a couple of hours and I could probably put the thing together for you. Go for it. The ship we were salvaging was carrying a small tactical fighter. My engineer is going to assemble it. That should give us some aerial support and help us find her. Thank you. Oh, God, thank you. Well, don't thank me yet. We need to break up into teams and try to find her on the ground. Once we get the plane up, things are going to be a lot easier, but for the time being, we're going to have to make do here. Get some of your people together. Let's get paired up. We can begin the ground search of the area. Of course. We need a pilot. Do we have anyone here capable of flying one of these? I can She's my sister, so I want to do this. I learned to fly when we first came here. I think you'll do just fine. Now, let's get going. Inspector! Yeah? I'm reading something on these displays just a bit ahead of you. A cave network. But I think this ship is picking up heat signatures. I've never seen anything this sophisticated before. What a sensor package! Keep focused. About how far am I? Two clicks.
I found them. Well, you look good in that Imperial flight suit. Well, it seemed to be the only right thing to wear while I was flying that thing. You should stay here. No. She's my sister. I guess there's no sense in arguing with you about it, since you would just go ahead anyway. Just be careful. Whoa, wait, wait. Look at those scuff marks. Someone's been dragged through here. going to tell me what's with all this old Imperial gear and uniforms? I went to university back on Earth. Not for very long, just a year. Before my father decided to settle out here. I think he felt the frontier would do me some good. The point is that this flight suit is from an Imperial battle unit. And that fighter you just had me flying is definitely beyond anything the AMSIS have ever been able to produce. Maybe I can stun him. What about my sister? It's a PKD. It'll only incapacitate someone set this low. This is Terran security. Cease fire. Come out. Come out or I'll shoot her. Oh, crap. This is the part of hostage taking I always despise. Cozy little space you have here. Drop your weapon or I'll shoot her. If I do that, how do I know you won't just shoot us both? Just... just drop it! Okay. Aurora! She's moving. She's already coming around. She'll be fine. Now, as for this charming fellow... He'll be out for a few hours now. Aurora, are you alright? I'll be okay in a little while. Who is he? An old colonist. One of the first ones here. This colony wasn't without its problems. It had a lot of very independent-minded people, and some of them just didn't want to be part of the community we built here. He's some hermit, I think. Judging by the caves, he's been living here a while. You never answered my question. It's just salvage. <laughs> I doubt that. It's a light fighter configured for recon patrols. It's outfitted with its own small jump pod and light weaponry. This is not something that you would just find lying around to be salvaged. There's more to this story than he's telling me. We'll leave as soon as we can. We're not going to be ready for another day at least. Damn. I'm getting uncomfortable. Colonists are bound to start looking into our story soon, and when they discovered the Amsis report on me, 
I just want to go. Get as far away from here as we can. I'll do my best, Skipper. Let's test out the new sensors. Keep your fingers crossed. It's working! Looks like it's compiling the real-time data fed to it from the sensor suite. It's showing the ambient temperature outside. There's the atmospheric pressure. It'll give us a fix on the colony, its power sources, life signs. It's amazing how much data that thing can accumulate. If I can tie it into the weapon systems, I might actually increase fire control. What's that red and green circle thing coming this way? That would be the TAC fighter. Kendrick again. Did we do something to piss off the locals? (laughs) Not yet. I wanted to thank you. There's no need to. I just did my job. My father just got a signal from the Hegemony data net. It concerns a rogue Terran security officer who apparently murdered a member of the Inquisition back on Earth. Damn. Don't worry. He didn't get the message. I took the printout and erased the message from the system. Why? Because of my sister. And this flight suit. It meant something once, and... I know some people may have forgotten it, but I'm not about to. Thank you. Great. A hegemony wanted poster. Gives my description. A warning that I'm a dangerous rebel and a member of the fifth column resistance. And it says there's a reward for my capture. I've seen hundreds of these working for Terran security. I never expected to see my name on one. How long do we have until they send a follow-up? The next info package would send an update, uh, day or so at most. Day or so. It'd take about that long to get the ship operational in space, where the rest of Elias' modifications can be done en route to our next destination. We might be able to shave a few hours off of that if we both work through the night. I... I want to come with you. What? I want to join the Resistance. I'm not in the Resistance. I'm just a guy who got screwed. Let me help you. We can get the work done quicker. I'm sorry, but... I changed the startup codes on the fighter. I need to do this. I can't spend the rest of my life on this godforsaken rock. We need the help. All right. I can't stop you from following us. Not that it's the only reason, but you have the startup codes on the fighter and I don't have time to crack the startup codes. It's your life to throw away anyway. more problems. Well, it seems to be space-worthy, such as it is. We still have a lot of work to do to clean it up, but we should be able to lift off. Good. Let's get out of here. I sewed the last of the sentry guns. 
great. I think we should deal with the rest of it. Okay, remote detonator's set. Here we go. Kind of a waste of fuel, I suppose, but probably necessary. Una Sulis Victus V. Anonymous. Email virus sent through TerranNet. Welcome to the Lyle system, halfway between Aurelia and the Haligonian Spatial Nexus. Nobody here but us, and our friend in the fighter. He probably just wanted off that rock, and it's not as if we could have stored the fighter anyway. We have a full cargo hold. Uh, when did we get cargo? Oh, um, a little bit of trading and stuff. We should have enough to pay docking fees at the Haligonian station if I go and sell the stuff. It's no big deal. Do I want to know? You pilot, and I'll sort out the finer details. Well, you should at least take a shower first. What? I don't smell anything. Man, trust me, it's so bad I wake up and it's the first thing I smell. Uh, I... I... Uh... So, when was the last time you took a shower? Hmm. My birthday, almost a year ago. There's just not much opportunity in space. Water is so strictly rationed, it's rare when you can get a real shower. The other options, like sanitizers and cleansers, are expensive, and Jordan certainly didn't want to pay for them. It doesn't matter now. I should go get cleaned up. I'm sorry, Elias, but now with that sanitizer installed, we have the luxury of being clean every day. You sure you installed this thing right? I mean, I'm, I'm not going to get electrocuted or anything because you... Maybe I should check. Get in there already. Well... Why <sighs> God, for someone who isn't afraid of pirates, raiders, or colonists, you're really a big baby. <laughs> I've used the thing every day, and I'm fine. Okay, here goes. Don't want to be a crispy critter all in the name of cleanliness. Now, everything out of the pockets into the recycler with these ugh, nasty rags. Mission accomplished. Now for some food, and maybe the news. <laughs> or what passes for it. Emsis News. Just the facts, and nothing but the facts. Until such time as the Ministry of Transportation can be restructured with the addition of new personnel. A Terran security officer was retrieved from Hephaestion Station after losing his patrol craft in what his report indicates as a brush with two raider vessels. The weapon scoring on the debris of his vessel seems to confirm the report. He has been returned to Earth and reinstated in the Terran security force. The Hegemony Ministry of Trade reached a conclusive trading agreement with the Orion Shipping Guild, allowing for needed supplies to pass through the uh, Boss? Where are my clothes? I threw them in the recycler. The colony 
Where's something clean from the Corvette? Uh, right. Here. Thanks. I feel clean. Good. Nice tattoos. Uh, gecko, right? Yeah. It cost me nearly an entire wage packet, but I love it. I got it last year. How long were you working for Georgian? Since I was 16. Where are you from? Mars. Hey, is that food? Mac and cheese. And what about you? What happened to make one of Tearsec's finest, one of the hegemony's most wanted? Grab a bowl, have a seat. This will take a while. I was working on this case, a double murder. One clue led to another, and I determined it had been an abscess who had committed the crime. Well, a few days after I turned it over to a superior, these inquisitors come calling at my apartment, and I think they're just there to follow up on the case. <laughs> so I booted his ass right through the door of Jordan's office, and the rest, you know. No wonder the colonial nutjob thinks you're part of the resistance. You... What's going on? There's a freighter under attack. He's right. Looks like an Orion freighter being attacked by a triad of fighters. Well, it's not our fight. We don't need any more enemies. And besides, we... The hell are you doing, Kendrick? Damn it! Switching to manual. Strap in, Elias. Activating automacer turret. Okay. Looks like Kendra's going after the one attacking the freighter. His pals are coming after us. Right. Time for some fancy flying. Fire when you got a shot. Almost got him. Almost got him. Look, the other one's running. Asshole. Second someone stands up to you, you run? I don't think so. And fire. Woohoo! Not bad! Let's see how Kendrick does with that last one. Didn't count on an Imperial fighter up your tail, did you? With the dragonfly blocking your escape in front, you're out of options. For the Empire. Freighter's gonna break apart any minute. We need to help them. I'm heading for the bridge superstructure. If that thing blows while we're docked. There's a docking hatch that probably leads to the corridor outside the bridge. Come on, let's go. Right behind you, Skipper. Oh my god, what a mess. Elias, hold this door open. I'll go and see about survivors. Okay, just. Darian, be careful. be some who survived this mess. I hope we didn't arrive too late. That looks like the weapons control center. Whoa! It's okay! I'm here to get you out of here! Come on, don't just stand there! Let's get the hell out of here before the whole ship breaks apart!
Close that door, Elias. Disconnecting umbilicals. Let's get out of here. Holy crap, that was close. Aw, oh, now that's just rude. Put it down, Nazine. They just saved our lives. I'm sorry we didn't arrive sooner. You the captain? I'm the skipper of the Dragonfly, yes. I'm Lauren, third mate. The Orion with the itchy trigger finger here is Nazine, and our strong but silentarian friend is Shale. Were there any other survivors? No. I'm sorry. There wasn't time. And the pirates? Dead. Where are you bound? The Haligonian Nexus. I'm more than happy to transport you there. Thank you. We'd appreciate that. Nice ship. That Imperial fighter must have been a real find. Yeah. A real find. Damn it. I hate not being able to sleep. It's just a bit too cramped. Of course, Kendrick's got to be going steadily insane in that fighter. There's literally no room to move at all over there. You awake over there, Kendrick? Yeah. Eh, I can't sleep. Figured you could use the company. Thanks. I'm sorry I charged off. No, you're not. You did what you thought was the right thing to do. And because of you, we saved three people's lives. Thanks. I... It's just... I've never had to do that before. Do what? Kill someone. Yeah. It's hard. How old are you? 26. I'll be 27 soon. And you? I'll be 30 soon. From the way you sound, you sound much older. Funny how that works. How life makes people age differently. Yeah. Elias, you okay? You look exhausted. Can't sleep. <laughs> yeah. Know the feeling. Looks like we aren't the only two insomniacs out here. Elias is up and about as well. Yeah, one of those nights. We should make it to the Haligonian Nexus when we jump in a couple of hours. Any thoughts where we're going from there? So much for insomnia. I don't know. We need to figure out a way to get through the Amsis cordon on the jump gates. I don't think it's going to be easy. We'll figure it out. I'm going to try to sleep. You know, I don't know your first name. It's Darian. Good night, Darian. The last thing he did was destroy the jump gate nexus in the Galden system, effectively sealing the way behind him. Some have argued that this was the last act of a desperate man. Others stated that it was his way of building a fortress from which he could strike back and avenge the fallen empire. Archduke Francesco, The Fall of the Empire. The Haligonian Nexus, where any ship without a ramscoop fueling system can get fueled up. It's gotta suck for them. Yeah. But the more important thing is behind the station, the 
jump gate nexus. It's the jumping off point for everywhere else in the universe beyond Amsa's space. Humanity's greatest gift to the universe was the Amsa's hegemony's biggest prize. Wow, the Amsa's don't take this gate lightly. Look, patrol ships, Raptor-class frigates, all of them armed to the teeth. Good thing you decided to jump in at the edge of the system or they'd have spotted us. The bigger problem's going to be the fighter. If Kendrick pilots well, we should be okay. No way the Amsa's will recognize it unless they get close enough for a visual. Their sensor packages aren't good enough to tell one ship from another in too much detail. Beautiful, isn't it? The jump nexus. Hmm, I suppose it is. It's our path to freedom. Trouble is, an entire battalion group is between us and it. You're worried? Yeah, a little. You didn't have to stop for us back there. No, but you needed help. Then let me help you. May I use your comm? Okay. Haligonian Control, this is the Orion vessel Trinity, requesting approach vector and docking rights with the Haligonian station. Orion vessel Trinity, we have you on our scopes. Please transmit your corporate identity transponder and await further instructions. Of course. Your transponder code has been verified, Trinity. Approach along vector 118, stroke 330, stroke 9. Confirmed control. That course will take us away from the nearest Amsa's patrol ships. Nice. Trinity and the transponder code are signal. Orion freighters sometimes have to carry merchandise outlawed by the Amsa's. We pay good money to the administrators of Haligonian Station to avoid unnecessary encounters with hegemony vessels. Well, remember that one. My way of saying thank you for rescuing us. All part of the service. face on every security screen I can't even... Hey, you okay, Skipper? Yeah, I'm fine. I think I'm gonna stay on the ship, though, while you deal with the cargo. If you don't mind handling it alone. I'm cool. I'm gonna sell it off and pick up a few things we need in the station's commercial district. Maybe get a haircut and stuff. Jesus! Raptor incoming! There goes the neighborhood. Think they spotted us on the way in? I doubt it. Better play it safe. Hide the Imperial hardware until you're ready to get off the station. Elias? I can dismantle it and store it in the cargo inventory until we're ready to leave, but that'll take a bit of time. I can help. I've had engineering training. Shale, watch the doors. That didn't take nearly as long as I thought it would. All those modular sections stowed nicely in cargo crates. And Hephaestion logos on most of those crates? What? You're a man of many talents, Elias. True genius isn't limited to one field. I'm off to go make us some money and pay our docking fees. Wish me luck. I should go make contact with the Orion Shipping Guild. Let them know about our ship and the pirates. This is goodbye, then. <laughs> I don't know. I think there are a few reasons for me to come back and visit before you take off on your suicide run for the jump gate. See you around, Lauren. Well, if you need a place to stay while you're waiting for your lift back home. I think I'll find a good hotel on the station. Advantage of being a company girl. Think your boy Kendrick would go for dinner with a girl like me? I don't see why not, if you asked him. 
Well, I don't feel so much like a shaggy dog anymore, and I got most of the stuff sold off. And the stuff the dragonfly needs, like coffee, and coffee filters, and more coffee. <laughs> Didn't realize how valuable that stuff is on Colony Worlds. You can buy pretty much anything on this station, from clothes through to food, right up to people. No thanks. Rather not revisit what could have been my fate. <gasps> that looks like... It can't be... It's one of Jordan's men. Damn, damn, damn! We need to get the hell out of here. And quickly. What exactly do we do? If we try to run that Raptor, we'll be honest before we even got clear of the station, let alone powered up our jump drives. If we stay here, Jordan's gonna find us. It's only a matter of bribing the right person at docking control and they'll know where we are. Well, the only way to get away from the Amses is through this jump gate. We need a new ship. You're gonna sell the Dragonfly? I'm sorry, Elias. We need to get through the Nexus. We're not gonna be able to do that in the Dragonfly. If we sell her and book passage on a ship already going through, then when we get to a port on the other side, we can buy another ship and get as far away from that jump Nexus as we can. Sell the ship? I practically built her. You yourself said Jordan's men are here on the station looking for the ship. He has a point. If I know my father, the second he realized who you were, he would have reported this ship to the local Amsis governor. They have to have a description of her by now. Well, we have an advantage there. As far as Haligonian control is concerned, we are the Orion Trader Trinity. We should sell the ship quickly, book passage, and get the hell out of here as quickly as we can. But... Look... Any way we can take those Macer cannons and the fighter? If we crate them and ship them with us, I don't see why not. Anyone willing to ship us no questions asked would probably be able to carry some bulk freight as well. I have to dismantle the damn cannons again? How long? I can dismantle it, no problem. A few hours. It's the installation that's a bitch. You guys had better start packing. I'll go make the arrangements for the fighter. Elias? I'm sorry. I know you are. I just need some time, that's all. I'm gonna go figure out how to get us through the gate. I'll be on the radio if you need me. Sure. Captain Tane, come in. Thanks. Please, sit. We, uh, need your help. To get through the jump gate. <laughs> I wondered how long it would take you to realize you can't run the Amsis blockade. No, well, it's a bit more complicated than that. There's a couple of unsavory people after me. So I noticed. <laughs> You're apparently a member of the Fifth Column terrorists, according to the news. They just upped your threat level as well. I'm not a terrorist. I'm a cop. And I was framed. Yeah, one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. It's an old story. So, Captain Tane, how can I help you? I need to book passage through the jump gate for my crew, myself, and some cargo. No questions asked. And you want to go on an Orion ship? Okay, Captain. It's time for total truth here. Nazine, Shale, join us, please. He needs our help. I said he had to tell us the truth first. Good. About time, too. 
I was framed for killing an Amsis Inquisitor back on Earth. Oh, they were always framed. It was another Inquisitor. I was a detective inspector in Tursec. Tursic? That explains the PKD and you stupidly running through a crippled ship to save people. You know, risking their lives to save people. All right, detective. You want to explain the fact that the Amsis have branded you as part of the Resistance? And the fact that you're running around in an old Imperial uniform with Imperial fighters. The fighter in uniforms were from a ship Elias and I salvaged in a twin gas giant system. We took it in tow to Aurelia. That's where we met Kendrick. And we were bound for the Haligonian Nexus when we came upon your ship being attacked by the fighters. Look, I need your help. We need your help. Darian. It means possessed of good. We should help him. Seems Shale's quite taken with you. He didn't speak in front of me till about a year after we met. What do you think, Nazine? Hey, who am I to argue with the possessor of good? I just wanted noted that I'm still thinking this is a bad idea, even though I am helping. So noted. There's an Orion trade liner, the Protania, coming through the station tomorrow. It's bound for the Apollon Commonwealth. We're signing on to her as crew members. We'll get you aboard, no questions asked. I know her captain well. He's a good man and won't ask questions. That's the manifest code so you can load your cargo. Do what you need to do and meet us at Pier 12, 10 tomorrow. Don't be late. Thank you. Don't thank me. Just doing my part to help a resistance leader. But I'm not... (laughs) Thank you. This is goodbye, old girl. It's hard to believe we've come so far together. She's like part of the family. Damn the Emsis. Damn them. It's not fair. Come on, Matt. We've got to go before we're spotted. All the cargo's been loaded, and everyone's waiting. Let's go. Things will get better. Yeah, let's go. You have been listening to The Falcon Banner, Episode 2, New Friends, Old Enemies. Scripted by Chris Snyder and Daryl Roberts. Based on The Falcon Banner, a novel by Christopher Patrick Lydon. The executive producer for the series is Chris Snyder. Produced and directed by Chris Snyder. Post-production by Chris Snyder and Byron Lee. Special thanks to Christopher Patrick Lydon for making this series possible. The executive producer for Darker Projects is Eric Busby. This has been a Darker Projects production.